and welcome to another edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable with me, Matt Rebar. <coughs> and I'm Paul Lowes. And suddenly, 40 people unsubscribed, which <laughs> has happened before in this podcast, so it's on the first time. <laughs> that was a good one, man. But, um, what's shaking, Bacon? Are you ready for some news <laughs> and some advice? I am, man. I really am. Well, you know, we're not. We're just going to cut right to the chase on this one. This one is a nice and tight, it's very quick to the chase episode today. All right, so I've been watching, um, I think I told you a couple minutes ago, but a bunch of podcasts lately, like on science. And I don't know why I got into this lately. I just got kind of a weird kick. And one of them was uh, from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm. And do you know in Arizona there's that uh, meter crater? Have you ever heard about that? Um, no. Tell me about this. Okay, it's it's a it's a minor meteor that, that, um, that hit Earth, I think, like 50,000 years ago or something. Okay. And it was friendly the way he framed. Basically, it was a city destroyer. Like if it would, it would literally level the city. Mm-hmm. But overall, like for the species, not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But um, and there's a point to this, I promise. Okay, basically, I, I'm, I'm hanging. Basically, on. it hit right when the indigenous people were coming like across the land bridge. Oh, what's that land bridge? Um, the Bering Strait. No, oh, is that, where's that? Is it the Bering Land Bridge? Bering. What is the Bering Strait? Am I just a dumbass? No, I know the land. Oh, here we go. Land bridge. It is the uh, oh Beringia, Bering, Bering. It's the. But it, I was in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so it was when they were crossing that and coming to um, coming, coming to, to America. America. Is when it hit. Like the and so oh, wow. he's like, I'm surprised that people aren't like f this place and just went right back mm-hmm. across the land bridge. But anyways, so and this this kind of freaked me out. And there was an article written up about it about how like I said that was a, basically a city destroyer asteroid. It would level like New yeah. York City or something. And NASA came out, and he's kind of sparked this. NASA came out, was like, "Yeah, we wouldn't be able to catch those meteors. Like, it, w- it would come literally out of nowhere." Wow. And one almost did, like a month ago. That like just basically kissed us and like flew oh, by. I love a good kiss. Wait, I feel like we talked about this. Not, not. Was there I, another meteor? I don't know. We might have been the same one. Okay. But yeah, like they came out, was like, "Yeah, we wouldn't be able to catch that. It would just God. destroy like, like a, a nice chunk." So wow. that that wasn't too comforting. Also, it came out. That there was a parasite that, I don't, I don't know, this is all this weird stuff. This is... That will allegedly cause uh, zombie-like behavior. Now, it's just... Oh, and I've I, heard I, that, I think though. it's just people trying to get into the news, like, their no, names, okay. maybe. Well, I don't right. know. But um, I've also heard a couple biologists say that, like, the zombie virus is already here in the form of rabies. Like, that would be the one. You know what? That makes sense. Like, that if, really there, actually like if there sense. were anything to mutate to cause a zombie th- like behavior... That sounds like a really, be, like, be, maybe good antagonist in like a DC Comics right. universe who would like harness the power of rabies to cause zombies. And you know apparently they can't confirm rabies in something until they cut its head off? Yeah. Why? Apparently they, you have to go to the brain. Like something with the spinal fluid too. Like they can't confirm it until... That's so weird. So yeah that's... Uh, well wait what does the parasite do to cause zombie-esque? It's a lot of weird biology stuff I don't understand. Oh, but basically it attacks your nervous system and it kind of like separate it just basically destroys your intuition and logic and basically well, that sounds like, like me drunk at the club on friday so i yeah i'm over it so it kind of makes it like animalistic and obviously it's a parasite so it can be spread parasitically you know, yeah parasitically <laughs> but uh, oh also the plague is back oh my god really um, it popped it never really went away to be it's totally honest people aren't taking their shots well well the the there's no vaccine for the plague it's it's just it. There's no well. Cure still, at all. people need to take their shots. I'll say it again. Right, but uh, it actually for some reason the bubonic plague weirdly loves Colorado. Oh, and we'll have is it because of the weed. I 
yeah, I think that I don't. I mean, that's just the first time. But it pops up. It, it well, it it's it's because of fleas, and they think oh. it's because there's a lot of like nature hippies out there. Oh, and so uh, they'll get like if you get the bubonic plague, it's. I think the mortality rate's like one percent now. Like it's pretty much uh, easily. Is it like an easy antibiotic thing? You can rid it with antibiotics. So it's more of like easily. an Instagram. Like I got the bubonic plague this week. Yeah, weekend. I mean it's bad. You will be sick as shit for, how for like long? months. Wait, it, it will really? it will wreck you. You'll survive, but okay. it will wreck your ass. It's just that back then, you know, diarrhea was deadly. Well, Literally. The, yeah. Well, yeah. Then also their sanitation was piss poor at best. Mm. But also, and I was it caused me to read about this, and I don't understand why. But Poland never got the plague. Like, literally, it just, like, really? went around them. And they cannot figure out why. Like, to this day. Like, nobody got was it. There, there must have been something that they were eating? Or? There's a lot of... Because there's one person who said, well, the trade routes didn't really go through Poland, which is how a lot of the stuff... Oh. But also, their sanitation was much better. Really? What was their sanitation like in the Middle Ages in Poland? They would... Well, besides Poland, they would literally throw their shit in the streets. No joke. They had yeah, these little that was ducks. A, yeah. They just must have done something different out there. I'm not they were like, we don't really but, want public property smeared with crap. But uh, the problem with this this new plague outbreak is that mm-hmm. was it was in China. Oh, and Lord. everyone's like, eh, eh, eh. I'm not going to start on China. I'm so they're upset. They're really close out there. So upset with the NBA thing. I'm upset. And the South Park thing. I forgot was about kind that. Of funny. I know that it's that. Well, because it wasn't a big deal to most people. But anyway, moving uh, on. Before we're before we're banned in China, which <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I think they do have a different form of it. By the way, uh, can I? It's funny you bring this up. I yes. just had a buddy who just um, visited China out mm-hmm. there, just as a you know vacation, and he he told me he goes, you don't understand how hard it is to actually get around because they have um, separate internet out there. They don't have like the same internet we yeah. have. Yeah, and so he landed in the you know there, and he's like, well, I want to take uh, an Uber to. Uh, his Airbnb and yeah. I guess their Ubers and taxis are kind of like the same thing like imagine if Yellow Taxi and Uber combined like to one yeah, thing yeah I guess I mean that makes sense I guess right yeah. so you it's extremely difficult to find a cab that isn't already on a ride to somebody else that they with, a, with yeah. this Chinese version of Uber and so he was like okay I'll just download their version of, of Uber well, the problem is, is you can't download it unless you have a Chinese social security number. What? Yeah, you can't download. The, you have to be a Chinese citizen, so you have oh. to have. So he couldn't download the. So he had. He spent like two and a half hours trying to find a free cab to get to. Um, That's ridiculous. Hotel. And then there was another thing where I know, never really wanted to go to China, yeah. and now I really don't want to go to China. And there's a couple of things like that. There was another app. I think it was something with his airline, mm-hmm. where he had to, to use to like check in to get back home, mm-hmm. but you had to have a Chinese social security number again. And he could like couldn't do. He said it was like a nightmare just to try to like get around. Like he generally I, liked is that it, just but, because they're just they they're keeping tabs on people? Just, well, they're a very strict communist country. So yeah, oh my lord. Also, when's that gonna go away? When that, when are we gonna? Sorry to just ramble on about no, random stuff, but I learned so much this week. I also found out that in North Korea, mm-hmm. there is one Steam account. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> There's one Steam account in North Korea. And who do you think that is? Kim Jong-un. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't. With... You know what? At least China, you can try and take an Uber. In North Korea, you're stuck not on There's Steam. Jesus. Can you imagine that just being like you're playing like uh, Rocket League or something? I was yeah, like, Kim Jong-un gets in. Jesus. You know what I learned, actually, that might really surprise you? What's that? Russia was the first country to ban lobotomies. Well, how did you find that out? I was listening to... I was doing a book on tape about, like, 
this idea of emotion and logic and how we look down upon emotion yeah. and favor logic when then the truth is like the two work in blend. Yeah. And you know, this idea of like, oh, lobotomies at first were like accepted because like, oh yeah, easy. Go in there and tinker around. Isn't and, that a weird thing to think about like that humans did? There's so many weird things that like people have done that like, why? Remember last episode when we were talking about how we thought humans were generally based on good? <laughs> and here we are drilling holes into people's brains. Well, we're like, oh shit, hell. Here's my thing though. Maybe I'm wrong. How do you... The first country to be like, you know what, lobotomies, it's a total lack of human rights and it's just terrible. Who and then you go on to do so many terrible things to who, other human people. Who was the first person to be like, I gotta know how to fix this. The, get, oh let me get my drill. No, the dude who first started lobotomies got a Nobel Peace Prize for it. Are you serious? Yes, they genuinely thought that he had unlocked like the next way to treat like heavy emotion and you know, mental illness. Oh my God. So what happened is you'd have all these people who were like, you know, emotionally distraught or just maniac, whatever. Or just mentally ill. And they would scrape the brain and then they'd be like dummies for the rest of the I mean, life. you're basically a zombie yeah. after one, aren't you? Yeah. That's scary, man. I know. It's like how they used to treat blood disease with leeches. They would just like throw a whole bunch of leeches on you. Oh God, which, oh, ah. Okay. And so there was another man who was arrested on gun charges. Of course. Because uh, he was just discharging his gun in his house. Obviously, why? He got. Let me get there. So you get the police called on him. He got arrested. He claimed he was shooting at Bigfoot trying to get into his house. Oh my god! <laughs> was he on meth, coke? What was? What I was don't the think there? so. No, no. There's something there. I'm speaking of meth. Have you seen South Dakota's new? Um, okay, ad? I've heard of it. Tell me about it because I haven't seen it yet, but I want to see it. It's literally the weirdest thing you you have to watch it. I've heard this is what I've heard. It, I've heard that it says meth, I do it or something, and then we're it's on like it. five hundred thousand dollars were spent on this PSA. Mm-hmm. I heard that it's like a it's literally load. just a PSA that says we're all on meth. What's the point of it? I don't know. Is it anti meth? I don't know what the point like, God. and they did literally spend five hundred grand on it. And I don't know what the the God. outcome they thought would be. I mean, it's odd and it's unusual. What didn't um. Oh, man, wasn't it Nebraska that had a state tourism ad come out and said, there's not really much here? There's nothing to do here? I don't know. I think it was Nebraska. You know what my favorite PSA, though, is right now? What? The Denial, Ohio ad. Have you ever seen it? No. It's It takes place in Denial, Ohio. And it's a bunch of people who are like, oh, no one does cocaine here. Oh, no one does heroin here. Oh, no one does... Is Denial, Ohio, a really city? I don't know if it is or not, but like the whole point is that these people who are in Ohio are in Denial, that there's like drug issues in Denial, Ohio. Denial isn't just a river in Egypt. Yeah, clearly. It is, it's a town in Ohio that is not adamant uh, that there's drugs going on. So. Speaking of Ohio and commercials, yes. I have to admit, I saw one of the, the most realistic commercials ever the other day. Okay. Have you seen that um, those progressive ads with Baker Mayfield? Oh, like, I'm not a fan of them. I thought there, There's so much potential you could have done with Baker. The one I liked is, because he's acting like the stadium is his house. Yeah. And the one is, um, he hears the smoke detector beeping because it's dying. Mm-hmm. And he's walking around the stadium trying to find the smoke detector oh, that's, that's beeping. That's... I literally did that in my house like a week ago. And it just hit, yeah. it hit feels, man. Real quick, because I'm not that big into sports, but this whole Miles Garrett situation. Oh, boy. I have to ask you, thoughts? Because this show's called Thoughts. Oh, man. Well, here's the thing. There's an old rule with fighting, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, just fighting, fighting. Yeah. And that is you never start shit you can't finish. And you know what? I, I 100% agree with and you. he clearly started it, Mason Rudolph. Obviously, he clearly yeah. started. And he, well, here's the problem. He should never obviously have used... 
my my logic. I swear, I I stand by this. If he had just dropped his helmet and literally just cold cocked him across the face, I don't think he'd be suspended for more than like three games. Mm-hmm. And but and obviously you can't you it's, can't it's the beat, helmet. You it's can't beat helmet. someone with their own helmet. But I literally have no problem with all of him fighting back. Literally no problem with it at all. Well, you you look at the tape, and I, the, here's the truth of it. I think people who are Brown supporters, people in Cleveland, are like, well, look at Mason Rudolph. He started it right. And, and everyone to- else is just like, well, it's just unacceptable. And I think we can. I think most people can agree. Yeah, should he have tossed the helmet? No. Obviously, should. But be you have to think about the level of escalation when you see Mason Rudolph starting the fight and try to take off my Miles Garrett's helmet. We don't know what was said. There could have been something and said also, there. It's like- and he's kicking Miles in the ball. Well, that's what I'm saying. Why, you, if you're gonna fight, why you gotta fight dirty? Yeah, that's just dirty. The whole and situation you know was just and it, that. And that, and what makes me upset, I do think Miles Rudolph should have been suspended for a couple games. Obviously. I think that I think that is really well. Really they both if they if they both got three games, I'd have been like, you know what, we're squashed. It's good. I mean, three for Mason. I do think Miles maybe five or six. I think that would I, just that helmet is really even, the part. Even, even if they said he was done for the season, and yeah. then. Uh, Rudolph got some games I'd be like you know what it, we're done it's well a- you know he's appealing this week I'm very curious to find out well, if there really is more to it that we don't know I well mean- the the uh the, well, apparently in the uh, the players agreement mm-hmm. um, indefinite suspensions aren't allowed you cannot indefinitely suspend someone according to like you know the, yeah. the, the players agreement so I don't know what's well gonna- is he definitely he's definitely out the rest of this year oh he's done yeah yeah he's totally done which sucks but it's just it, it sucks because Rudolph was clearly he had a, a horrendous game, yeah. absolutely awful, yeah. and he was a little bitch and decided to try to pick a fight. He yeah. damn lost that fight, mm-hmm. and then he gets pissed when he loses the fight. I'm just curious, like I said, this week if we find out more. Well, I we're recording this a little ahead of schedule. You listeners, you know we're doing both these back to back. You don't care, do you? But no, going off of it, I would be not surprised if there was. You know, hey, this is there's a little bit more context that we're missing as an audience, but yeah. I, uh, yeah. I I don't think he'd be suspended more than three games if he would have just dropped the helmet and just straight up punched yeah. him in the face. Well, you live and you learn. You know and he's a good guy though. I you know. he genuinely is a good well, guy. he's got a temper. He punched someone. At, he punched someone at Jacksonville. Oh, did he? That's yeah, cool. and he got uh, in trouble for that one. Well, but he's got he's got a temper. Yeah. But the thing is, he, it should have never been escalated there. Yeah, he started the fight. I mean, he, yes, he shouldn't have hit him with the helmet. I get yeah. that. But damn, it was kind of funny though. <laughs> well, are you ready for a little bit of that advice with me, Matt? Yes, but first, just oh, one yeah. thing. Yeah. I, uh, this is the first time I've ever seen this. Just to cap this, I've never seen Steelers fans turn on their own players. Even they are. And, really. Uh, Mason Rudolph posted an Instagram uh, post just of him just throwing oh, a football. Like didn't have any caption. It was just him throwing. Yeah. This dude got shredded by everyone. Yeah. And some the best one I think I'll, I'll comment I'll have to give is someone said, you left last game with four interception, interceptions and a dent. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited. Well, not excited. That's the wrong word. But I am intrigued at where that's going to go. All right. So these are three. I'm right, Paul. These three advices are outrageous today. So are you ready? I'm ready. Dear Abby. Uh-oh. Here we go with Abby. <laughs> I work retail and I have bipolar disorder, and a few Christmases ago, a customer called me hateful because I wished her a Merry Christmas. My manager and co-worker explained that she was in a bad mood. It was my fault. But due to my illness, I'm obsessed with thoughts that it will happen again during the holidays, and I won't know what to say or how to react. Worse yet, I no longer want to say Merry Christmas again, although I try. 
Do you have any advice? And Abby's like, you did nothing wrong. When December rolls around, the, the expressions Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays are common. If a customer takes offense, all you need to say is, excuse me if I offended you. And if you're worried, discuss it with a doctor or therapist. This is outrageous. And here's why. Yes, if someone says Merry Christmas to you and you don't celebrate Christmas, it is all right to say, oh, I don't celebrate. That's totally all right. But to get offended like that and like storm out and I be like, say, I would say it's a stretch even. And I would, spiteful. I think it would be a stretch to even say I don't celebrate. It's like just okay, thank you. I mean, I don't thank think it's a stretch. I, I think you're well within your right to be like, you know, I, I don't think that's a stretch. I'm just saying, you know, it's not like someone's like, you bitch, Merry Christmas. Like you can get offended all you want. Right. I can't, and, it, and it's also a great lesson of like you never know who you're talking to. Like, this girl for years, nine, eight, seven years, is, like, a little racked up about this. Like, I don't know what to say because this experience I had. It's like, dude. This do you do you. Oh, my God. Isn't that scandalous? I think it's a little scandalous. Well, we're going to up the ante with this one from Dear Carolyn. Dude. Dear Carolyn, lately I've noticed my 30-year-old daughter, a mother of three, has not been wearing a bra, and it's obvious. Ooh. And while she's very small-chested, it's a matter of modesty to me and cultural norms, I guess. How can I nicely let her know how I and her sisters, and I'm sure others, feel about it? And this is from Modest in Kansas. And dear Carolyn goes off. She snaps. Carolyn says, not your breasts, not your business. And I low-key want that as a t-shirt. Not your breasts, <laughs> not your business. Before you act on urges to correct a woman's appearance or any adults, really, based on your own notions and prop, pro, uh, property, please give a long think to where you learned these rules and how you enforce them, and how deeply you've internalized them to the point of assuming the shamer's role. You know, haven't people in societies and governments have enough to say about how women live, and how they cover and use their bodies, and aren't mothers of three judged by enough people, or by enough scales, and arbitrary standards? And you know, had you asked, been asked three decades ago who, which you'd want for your daughter, please tell me that you would have chosen supportive people over supportive undergarments. And it's just, I, it's ridiculous. Like, really, a bra. There I guess are so many bigger things. I guess it depends about. on context. I mean, even if they're hanging low, who cares? Mm, I mean, it is. I will admit that it's a cultural norm. It is a cultural norm. I'll like, admit that. Here on Thoughts of the Roundtable, we do not do norms. I know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to be devil's advocate here. No, really and I trying. appreciate that. But, I mean, genuinely, you know... It is such a stupid thing for you to get concerned when it has nothing to do with you. It's one of those examples of like you're not. No, well, I don't okay, know. you're visually affected. It again. I'm trying to take the other side here, but it's like, mm, if it was like one of your events and someone, it's like if someone dressed up. Slob, I wouldn't say it's slobby, but if someone dressed up like a slob, that's on them, not me. Yeah, Why but it kind of reflects on you if it's your thing and you invite. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think from the also other like side a mother here. of three. I mean, like girl, girls running around town. She doesn't have time to be getting these supportive bras. I guess that's all I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out yeah. how it would make me mad if it, if. It but would. that's the thing. I don't think it would. I think you're you're struggling to find. A, I don't think I would care enough. Personally. Yeah, you, why would you care? Easy. Also, how the hell do you ask that? Bring that up. I mean, and, and it's your daughter too. Like, how about you be like, do you mean that? Are you good? What's going no, on? if my kid's not showering, I'd be like, bro. Well, yeah, I mean, there's differences there, but. This one is juicy. My coworker saw the Excel sheet I used to track his sick days. Is this, is that, is she a Askamanager.org, ready? I made a mistake and a coworker saw the Excel sheet that I was using to track his repeated absences. I'm not his supervisor. Oh. But I've been flabbergasted at the amount of sick days my colleague takes. It started immediately when I started working here 
and I've been tracking it in January to see how many he takes in 2019. It's always, I have a migraine. I have food poisoning. I have fever and chills. They're all one-day absences. He's back the next day, so it's not like he's getting cancer treatments or something. It always sounds fake to me, but he gets sick days, so I guess he uses them, right? And I've really never used sick days. Should I just start taking off these extra 12 days a year? Uh, Should I ignore the fact that I'm sure he saw me tracking him? And um, after 14 months of him doing this, it doesn't seem like an issue with my supervisors sort of thing. And then I also talked to my coworkers about this. This bitch. Yeah, I'm right? This is a whole list. Yeah, yeah, like, this bitch. It gets worse. It gets worse. Okay, so Allison, I mean, poor Allison is like, where to start? I literally had to go through her long, she had a long response. Um, basically, it's not a good idea to track your coworkers' sick time. You should just stop doing that immediately. It comes across as a huge and inappropriate overstep if anyone finds out about it. It's not your business. It, it risks making you look to your manager that you're not clear on the boundaries of your role and that you're not respectful to people. Plus, people just need, also, might need mental health that's days, the thing. dude. Your conclusion that he's lying could be wrong. And there's plenty of reasons why he could be struggling with something real. And, yeah, it's kind of really creepy that you're keeping these tabs on him and trying to solve a crime. If you have the days, you have the days. You're not Nancy fucking Drew. Calm down. Um, As for your own sick time, if you don't use any, then, yeah, go ahead and use a little bit more of it. Absolutely. And also, stop talking about it to your colleagues. It's unkind and toxic. And then she says, too, and, you know, I don't think you should say anything to him about about the the sheet he saw. There's nothing you can say here that would make him feel better. Resolve to do better in the future and move on. Thank you. My God, what a busybody bitch. That is so messed up on so many levels. Um, it's the sheet and the gossiping and the fact that you're doing you know X and Y. It's just my uh, buddy had someone in his office who used to count his uh, pen clicks. Oh my God! I, who has the time? <laughs> I don't have the time. I'll tell you that. No. What another rousing edition of Thoughts of the Roundtable? How do you nice. feel about that? I feel good. I feel really good. Feel too. vindicated. I just hope the Miles Garrett stuff isn't old news by the time this comes. Probably will be. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, peace out. Later. Later.